the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. We are on this glorious day of Pentecost, and the Holy Spirit descended upon the disciples. Earlier this week, I was going through my garage, I'm sure some of you were, for the rummage sale, finding things to, to bring in. And in our garage, along with the things that we don't use much, are our mementos, things of value for our sentimental side, our nostalgic side. And I was going through some things, and I found this small painting of a parrot, an acrylic painting. It's decent quality, kind of high above average quality for a high schooler, but not incredible. But this painting, it's not from my kids, it's from a, a young woman named Melissa. And Melissa actually gave it to our son when he was born, or soon after that. Why do I still have this painting from Melissa? Well, she was one of our Goyans when I was a Goya leader back in a parish before I went to seminary. And she was a very tall girl, very gifted at, bat, at volleyball, and we had an annual volleyball tournament as well. So uh, Presbytera and I got to know her well. And then she went off to college and played volleyball there. And then somewhere within her college years, she died. And to this day, no one knows exactly what it was, some sort of just natural causes, but a young person of that age passing away. So we've kept this painting. I always pray for her. Aliki is her, her baptized name. But Alyssa is very dear to us and reminds us of our own mortality. This painting that we have, uh, Prez was looking at it and she said, Alyssa didn't know that she was painting her own memorial. Think about that. These things that we have from people, sometimes the full meaning of what they are isn't even revealed until much later. And so this high school painting that otherwise would have very little meaning or value now has immense value because it's a memorial to her. And it's fitting that this came about this last week because yesterday was Saturday of the Souls. We begin our entire cycle of the, the season leading up to Pascha during the Triodion, commemorating the departed with a Saturday of the Souls. And then we go all the way through Lent Holy Week, and then Pascha, and then this, the Ascension, and right before we finish this entire cycle, we have a Saturday of the Souls. We commemorate the departed, which is such an important, essential role for us as the living, to pray for those who are departed, to work out their salvation through our prayers. But as I was pondering Alyssa once more, and especially the brevity of her life, and sort of the, uh, the, the part of God's providence that is so hard to comprehend. Why this young woman? Why in this way where she didn't do anything wrong, she wasn't doing something foolish or involved in drugs or anything? Why? Why? And it really brought me back to the brevity of life. This is also why we commemorate the departed, to remind ourselves we will be those little Koliva kernels someday. We will be a name on a list on the Saturday of Souls. This life will pass. 
and the living will continue living. But we who are living now will not be living forever, despite what the people in the technology world might try to imagine. We will not live forever, but in God. We won't live this earthly life forever. This is what we have to remember all the time. We must remember the brevity of life. Because if we don't remember the brevity of life, then we're not really living. It's a great paradox. Because the world around us would say, don't think about death. Don't think about death, because death is that horrible thing that happens at the end. We want to live our life right now. Forget about death. That's what the world would say to us. But then what happens? We live a life that leads to a real death. Whereas if we remember death, then we live a life that leads to eternal life. Think about it. This is the question we've asked ourselves, I'm sure, many times. If I were to die tomorrow, what would matter right now? Think about that for yourselves. Of all the things in your life, your accomplishments, your possessions, what would matter if you were to die tomorrow? There are things that would matter. But the things that would matter are quite different from the things that matter to us on a day-by-day -day basis. Because we've forgotten about death. Instead, we've lived as though we're going to live forever. Acted as though we're living forever. With the nagging thought in the back of my head, I'm not going to live forever. But we keep on acting as though we're going to live forever. We must remember death. This is a virtue within the church, the remembrance of death. It's nothing morbid at all. It's a lens through which we can see what really matters here. What truly matters. And it all becomes very clear when we remember death. And it becomes very muddled and confused when we don't remember death. The other thing that I was pondering as I thought about Alyssa and this memorial that she made for herself unknowingly is the impact that we have upon others that we don't even know about. We go through our lives constantly impacting people. They're the impacts that we know more obviously of our family, our dear friends. Although even in those, we don't really know the impact of things. As we go through our life, our impacts are in the good or in the bad. And the more that we have spiritual awareness, the more that we have discernment, the more that we can actually see where our actions are. And many times, as we grow in discernment, we see how often our actions are really at the heart of them self-serving or out of our impatience or out of our unwillingness to love a person that far when they're being that annoying or that difficult. So as we grow in discernment, we can start seeing these impacts and repenting of those which are of sin and growing in those which are of virtue or of God. Today is, after all, Pentecost, and so as we're talking about Alyssa and death and all of these things, today is a reminder once again within the church of renewal. So you've been living your life kind of negligently. So you've been living your life focused on worldly things. 
So you've forgotten about death. Well, the good news, as I tell people sometimes, the good news is you're still alive. That's always good news, right? But someday that won't be the news. You're still alive, and so the church has given you this feast day, this blessed feast, as a time of renewal. Because we've received the Holy Spirit in this great and fantastic way, which is through our chrismation. But that's a one-time thing. And the church in her love for us, which is really God's love for us, God's love for us, he continues to give us the Holy Spirit. And especially on this great feast day today, after liturgy, we'll come back into the church and we'll have the kneeling vespers in which we'll be calling down the Holy Spirit upon us. And each of us will experience in some fashion Pentecost once more, whether you feel it or not. The beautiful thing is God's grace works whether you feel it or not. So today, let this be a day of your renewal, a day of your Pentecost, the realization that you will not live forever, that very few things that we think matter actually matter, and the things that actually matter we don't spend enough time on. But we can reverse that because you're all alive as we speak here. May God grant you the time in your life for repentance, for renewal, and for the receiving of the Holy Spirit. Amen.